so glad each and every one of you have decided to make us a part of your week. We got a good one in store for you this week. We're going to be breaking down, of course, the Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker trailer. We'll be talking about the first episode of HBO's Watchmen. We'll tell you about my trip to Disney as well as a mini review of Galaxy's Edge. And a little bit later, we have Marvel jumping into the podcast space even more so than they've been doing. And a lot, lot more here on the show. And to break it all down with me, as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What's going on, my man? So uh, I've been asking you kind of questions in the beginning. Yep. Kind of geared towards um, the Halloween season, kind of scary stuff like that. So I, I kind of wanted to ask you, have you had any, like, ghost stories like personal ghost stories in your in your life. Oh, yes, or, I have. I or have. anything that has just scared you in general, like when you were a kid or something like that. The, I mean, I have you you know the ghost story, don't you? About my house? In, in Oh, is this like the with my grandfather? Gran, the grandfather. Yes. Dude, I forgot all about that. So for that. those that so, don't know cuz I've told the story maybe on our old uh EBD Patreon podcast back with Guardian Radio, but uh, the house that I grew up in is the same house my father grew up in, which my grandfather built. And his, so it was my dad's dad. He had passed away right before I turned one. I, my birthday was May 26th. He died on like May 5th. It was the beginning <laughs> of the month or somewhere around there, right in the beginning of the month. So he never saw my first birthday, but my dad said he just loved me, like thought I was just the greatest thing, you know, just lit up mm-hmm. his world every time he saw me. Well, mm-hmm. when he passed away, my parents bought the house for my grandmother and we just moved into the house basically to help my grandmother out. Well, when I was around probably six or seven, and the way the house was, it was a small house, and I could look out of the bedroom and see into one of the bathrooms, and then that hallway was real short, and then it looked into my parents' dining room. And so I woke up in the middle of the night, and I saw what I thought was my father standing in the doorway of the bathroom. Dude, I forgot all about Leaning up against the doorway, and he just kept, he was looking at me, and he was just going, (sighs) like that. And I was like, you know, he did it a few times, and I said, Dad... And he just kind of looked up at me a little bit more and then walked into the bathroom. Yeah. And that was it. And so I kind of wow. sat there for a minute and I'm like, uh, you know, kind of hit under the covers a little bit and then just went to sleep. Well, the next day I told my dad, I said, dad, well, you know, what was wrong with you last night? He's like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, you were standing in the doorway of the bathroom and you just walked in, you know, you were kind of looking at me weird. And then you just walked in the bathroom and I called your name. And he's like, right. no, no, that wasn't me. Don't worry about it. Fast forward like 20 years later, like out of oh. nowhere, we're, we're just, you know, I'm an adult in college. Somehow this story comes up and my dad said he didn't want to tell me at the time because he knew it probably would have terrified me. But when people used to come to my grandparents' house or, you know, my house when I was a kid, they would sit in the dining room my, and my grandfather, like they didn't have enough chairs. So he would stand in the doorway of that bathroom, leaning up just, just like that to just talk to everybody. <laughs> and that's just where he was. So... My dad took it, and as I take it now, is that my grandfather was looking at me like, ah, oh, you know, I wish I could be like, with you, but I right, can't. Right. He was just watching over me, dude. Now, did he die in that house, or no? Did he, he die in the hospital I mean, or something? He, he had the heart attack in the house. The ambulance in came. the house. I don't know if he was coded in the house, but I mean, yeah, he pretty much did. In that and house. do you, is your father known to sleepwalk or anything? No, not at all. Okay. No, no, dude. It wasn't. Believe me, it, that was, it was not. I'm my just, father. I'm just trying to, you know, nope. weed out the. It like, was. It, it, it was definite. It was definitely Grandpa Joe. Yep, he was. He was watching out for me. So and and Kinda nothing crazy, after man. that. Huh? Nothing after. Nothing after that. Never saw him. Never again. Again. Man. That was it. I dude. I, I forgot about that story, man. That and, might just and, be kind of the way his way of saying goodbye. Like he saw me, and that was just it. 
And actually, where I'm sitting now, if you guys have watched like episodes of Garden Radio, behind me, I have his flag from World War II. Like, you know, when okay. they passed away, my dad actually has recently given, not recently, it's probably been about six months, he gave me that. Because um, he was in World War II. He was a, a mechanic for planes. And then eventually they just needed men. He was in some of the planes flying over. He was real, <clears throat> real short guy. So he was in one of those like bubbles underneath the planes where they were just going to shoot down. And we okay. got pictures of him with like his big gun. I, there was a book. Somebody wrote a whole book about their squadron. And yep. my grandmother, before she passed away, um, the author had came and interviewed her. And um, there are wedding pictures in the book. And so she, for Christmas, she gave me a copy of the book signed by the author. And it's got a bunch of different pictures of my grandparents and some references to him in there and stuff. So, mm. But it's he's it's the one thing for me, man. Like, I never got to know the guy, you know? Right. Like, that's the thing. I just, I wish. It, that's the one thing. If I could ever go back, it would be just to go and really just get to meet him, you know? Yeah. But can yeah, you can me. you relive that and, and, and see it? Oh yeah, like like you, vivid, you can, man. Can, like it is, it's, it's like right. Vividly, like that's probably how the conversation came up with my father. Like years later, was somehow I probably said like, "Remember that crazy time?" And my dad was right. like, "Yeah, I actually do," because he said it freaked him out. Like he was, you know, you know <laughs> after talking to me, like, "Oh my god," we like, had to move. Was, he was, you know, scared to death. So, <laughs> and this was his father or your mother's his father? father. Yeah, it was his father, father, right? Yeah. What about you, Pretty man? Crazy. You got any ghost stories? The, the only thing, well, not the only thing, but the one thing that sticks out in my head is, I don't know how old I was. I was young, uh, probably single digits or, you know, just getting into like 10, 10 years old or something like that. And I was came home with my parents. I don't even remember where we were coming home from, but it was late enough where it was dark outside. And my brother and I would always like run to the back door first and just wait for my parents to get out of the car and unlock the back door. And I remember just standing there and looking up and not insanely high, but not so like really, really low, just almost like we're lower than like a plane would fly. Something was hovering across, didn't make a sound oh. and light and lights were like swirling around it. So and my, me and my brother both saw it, dude. I don't know <laughs> what it was. I, I mean, it was a UFO because I couldn't identify it. So in my wow. world, it's it's technically a UFO. But um, it freaked me out. And uh, my parents didn't see it. But my, me and my brother definitely saw it. And we ran inside. And I, dude, I like hit under my, my car. <laughs> it, it, was, it was just bizarre and freaky. And, and because yeah. it didn't didn't make any sound Not making whatsoever. a sound that's weird no that was the weirdest part Before of it all. drones and all that stuff this was yeah it, well, oh absolutely crazy yeah so or wow. it maybe it was some sort of military drone that wasn't announced yet at that point <laughs> in time but um that freaked me out and you know what you know what man you know what i still talk about to this day is when we when we were into the i know the ouija stuff for a while <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody goes through a Ouija board stage, right? Is I don't that like care, a thing? dude. That stuff was was crazy. That we, stuff was crazy. Chris and I and a bunch of other friends probably had like a good month or two of <laughs> we were old enough to drink. So number one, we would be drinking and partying <laughs> and having a good time. So that may play into some of this. Yeah. But we would bust out the Ouija board and just yeah. stupidly do some things. And and man, it there was some crazy things where yeah. you know, like the Ouija board would spell something <laughs> out and like say something about lights and like the street light would go out or right, right, right. Tell, like I'll, I'll never forget. Were you there the night that, uh, what was his name? Uh, Victor. 
Vi- yeah, Victor. But somebody Vic- showed up. Like somebody was coming in the driveway. Like Corey, not Corey Augusta, oh, maybe or yeah. somebody. And it said it came his around name, the corner. And the dude came into came the, the driveway. Corner. Nobody knew he was coming. Yeah, freaked us the heck I, out. Oh, dude, I just got chills because I that forgot all about that. For me right there. He That's came right around like, because you, you had those like little, those like trees that separated it your was house at from. House. It was at Wemple's. It was in the. Oh uh, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yes, yes, yes. And he came walking down the. Ah, crazy. Wow. So don't mess with the Ouija board, kids. No, that's crazy. It's not. It's 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 terrifying, and it's a kids' toy. You can go to like Target, and it's next yep. to like hungry, hungry hippos. Like, what the hell is that? But we got so much into it. We were on eBay. <laughs> we were gonna, like, we were gonna buy like, like a Ouija board from like the, Ouija yeah, board. like a wooden Ouija board from the 1920s. <laughs> we were gonna buy it. it we're, we're not Satanists, I promise you. We're not. <laughs> No. Oh, God. Good Man, times. Well, what is up, everybody? Obviously, Halloween is just in full swing here. We got one more episode before Halloween. So next week, we'll do some Halloween stuff next week, even even more, I think, than we did this yeah, week. Yeah, we'll figure something uh, out. But uh, don't forget, guys, email us, theenthuselife at gmail.com. We got a great email this week. This one comes to us from Poovy. And he says, uh, gentlemen, first off, I would like to say that I've been thoroughly enjoying the show since day one. I'm currently a couple of episodes behind due to the newborn son taking up any of my free time. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Poovy. Poovy. He says, uh, I, as many of your listeners, came from Guardian Radio. I have since gotten away from Destiny, but have been mm-hmm. considering getting back into it. A few weeks ago, you asked about canceled shows that people missed, and I was surprised that no one mentioned Firefly. He says, Kate Six and Mal are basically the same character uh, as Nathan Fillion. One of my biggest disappointments in Destiny was Kate's ship wasn't the Serenity. There was also this podcast about Doctor Who that was done by two guys that had no clue about the show. This podcast was very entertaining. I, too, go into Doctor Who late, so it was like listening to my lost thoughts when I first started watching it. I had such a better understanding after re-watching the early seasons with the knowledge that I gained from the later seasons. So many questions take seasons to get answers. Even if they don't bring the show back, those two guys should dive into some more Doctor Who. Says thanks again for keeping the show entertaining. I love the mix of video games, movies, comics, and whatever else sparks your interest. Poovy, P.S. Mark, I can't believe that you chose flight for a power over yeah. being a Jedi. Is je- just uh, being a Jedi a power? See, I, that's why I didn't consider it, Poovy. Like that would be like saying like I want to be a sorcerer or I want to be maybe just a superhero. That's how I would look at because isn't isn't being it's a Jedi. Like obviously you're being one with the force and that's like that's like earned and gained where yeah. a power is like kind of inherited or or you're born know, with like, it. If you're a mutant, you're born with it, but you could be like the incredible hulk and you just get That's true. Spider Man get bit by a radioactive spider. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I, just, that's I don't I don't question. I don't see Jedi I would see as like a form of like if I would say I want to be a superhero, I could say I want to be a Jedi, but does every Jedi have every power? Not necessarily, right? I wouldn't right. think. Wow. See, I never put the two together before. I never. I don't, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jedi are real and superheroes are not. Right. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But Poovy, thanks for the email. Uh, if you want to have your email yeah. right here on the show, email us theenthuselive at gmail dot com. Chris, we should try to find those two guys that do that show too. That po- that Doctor Who podcast. We should. We should yeah. We should I don't try know. to find them. The Tardy Tardis. Yeah. Yeah, I heard of that one time. I know. So we'll we, we'll we see if we can track them down. We gotta maybe pay them to do some episodes or something else again. <laughs> maybe, maybe pay them in time. They need more time. Is what yeah. they need. Such a fun show, too, man. I, used to uh, I know. Tardy Tardis, guys. We did a Doctor Who show. Go check it out. It's first first season and a half of Doctor Who. Yeah, it's we'll go back to it at some someday. Point. Someday, Poovy. I we promise will. we will be back to it. Um, yeah. But Chris, I want to talk about Disney. 
Okay. You're going in now, what, two, three weeks? You'll be there. Three weeks, yeah. Very soon. Weeks. I actually had somebody on Twitter hit me when I said that I was there. Um, oh God, I wish I had this guy's name. Uh, but he was basically wanting to know uh, just my thoughts on Disney. And, you know, long story short, we go to Disney a lot, guys. So if you've, if you've listened to this show, you're probably going to hear me going to Disney multiple times. We live in Charlotte. Mm. We're only eight hours away. It's not too far. I know some people think eight hours is, is a lot. It's really not for us to drive it. And we'll go mm. for short weekends like we did this weekend. Well, we planned this a while back, a couple months ago, and really just to get to Galaxy's Edge. But you can't plan for the weather and it was mm. Tropical Storm Nestor pounding Florida, which luckily we were in Orlando, so we were a little bit south of the storm, but it rained like crazy. So Friday Nestor. night, we went to the holiday party like we always do, and the rain started at around 11. And when I say rain, I'm talking like we were walking through Tomorrowland, going to Space Mountain with ankle-deep water. Disney Oof. World Magic Kingdom has some issues with some drainage. I never knew that before. They got to fix that because the next day at Hollywood Studios – no problems with drainage at all. Just, I mean, Magic Kingdom was just getting <clears throat> pounded, which, hey, the park's been around for a while, so they probably didn't really plan so much for that as much. But, um, but yeah, so we had, we had a fun Friday night. Well, we didn't get out of there until about midnight. I think, well, it ended at midnight. So we left at midnight, didn't get back to our hotel room until around one-ish. Kids showered, wife and I showered. I actually laid my head down around like 140 because we were staying on Disney property, Hollywood Studios, of course, where Galaxy's Edge is, opened up at 6 a.m. So we got up around like quarter to five. So I went to bed oh, geez, roughly like four hours laying asleep. down at 140, not asleep till about two to get up around almost five o'clock. So about three hours, maybe, oh, maybe, but I couldn't really <laughs> sleep. But we're like, we got to get there because we got to get to Galaxy's Edge. You know, we just we want to be able to get in everything. Well, still pouring rain, but we did it. Yeah. Man. We got in the car. Went there. We were able to just walk right in. And what what sucked in the morning because we went to Galaxy's Edge like later on in the <clears> afternoon <throat> when the when the because the rain stopped around like one o'clock. Um, but when we were walking in in the morning, it, because we had the we had ponchos like really nice ponchos with the the hoods. I mean, I felt like yeah. the emperor walking around Galaxy's Edge, but you couldn't see anything really because it was like really? the rain's pouring down, and so that kind of sucked. For, so for my initial like. Here's Galaxy's Edge. It was like just mm. kind of a little bit well, buried in that, you know. You sent a couple pictures, and they made for good pictures. Oh, dude, didn't well, you know what I mean? Hell like, yeah, dude! I told you I posted my my most liked post ever, upvoted post on Reddit ever yeah. was on the Star Wars Reddit page. I made the front page, and it's a picture of the the Falcon right outside Smuggler's Run, the ride, and just the the rain is pouring down. I I joked with you guys. I I felt like I was more on Camino. Than I was on Batu, which is where Galaxy's Edge is supposed to be. Which, by the way, is kind of neat that Batu is the planet that Black Spire, which is Galaxy's Edge, is supposed to be on. So they're kind of making this area canon, mm. uh, which is kind of neat. Um, but then, you know, we ended up going on Smuggler's Run, and then we kind of left and did the rest of the park because then the park opened up at nine, and we went back in the afternoon when things had cleared up and actually did like everything else. Right. So here's my I, originally, I wasn't planning on giving the review of Galaxy's Edge. We got to talk about a lot of things. Galaxy's Edge, the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. the, the really good dude is just the atmosphere. They nailed every bit of that. Like you want to mm -hmm. be in a Star Wars, Star Wars world, you ain't it, man. Like they got right. Falcon looks incredible. I mean, it's like breathtaking when I finally saw it in the daylight. I mean, even in the at, even in the morning when it was dark, it was still awesome because everything's lit up. And even just the way the rain was coming down looked really cool. But seeing it during the daytime and you can watch see all the pictures you want but when you see it in person i mean it's oh i bet yeah. if you're a star wars fan dude like it's <laughs> it's epic they have a a-wing 
there. They have an mm-hmm. X-Wing there. They have Kylo's ship. We saw a little bit later on in the day, Kylo and two troopers are walking around, and they walked all the way to the ship. Kylo walked onto the ship, which was kind of neat, like he was going to take That's off. Neat. The whole time you're walking around, you hear ships flying and like overhead so you'll right, hear right. like you know you hear a plane if you're outside and you look up and there's no ship there of course but you there. hear yeah. it and right, so right. that was kind of neat um the little shop area is awesome you walk through and just the the way they have things like hanging down from the ceiling and all that looks just like it's out of a movie um they have some amazing stores little shops right there but then they have this antique store that chris you're gonna walk in this thing and mm. just want everything that's in there they had yoda's cane man you could buy oh, a replica life-size Yoda's cane. Like I was this close to buying it. It was like 40 bucks. Yeah. I, mean, I was just like, I just want to have this. But you know. <laughs> but then they have pretty much every lightsaber hilt you can imagine. They're all like right. 150, which are just incredible. They come in a beautiful little box. Um, all these busts of the characters in there. Just so many cool things in that antique shop. Um, Smuggler's Run, the ride is amazing. I mean, you, you feel like you're walking into a like launch bay basically and when you go in there hondo is in there who if you if you watch clone wars or rebels uh hondo is a character that they they encounter a lot and uh, he kind of is a smuggler so you go in and they have an, a fully animatronic hondo in there and he kind of tells you like hey we got to go get this uh i forget what the material is you got to give but basically he's entrusting you to take the falcon to go on this on this mission for him so when you go in you, you see him, he brings you down this hallway. When you walk down the hallway, they give you these like cards, basically, which are two pilots, two gunners, two engineers. Okay. Everybody out there, you want to be a pilot. I'm just going to tell you that right now. you got to <laughs> okay. be a pilot. But once you get your cards, you walk into essentially the living space of the Falcon. Dude, right. I mean, you've probably seen the pictures of the people That's sitting so around cool. the table, yeah, yeah. and, and you can, it looks so real. Like, it, it is, you're on the Falcon. It's awesome. That's but, and when you go in there, everybody's taking pictures and that. And there, I think there's probably three or four other hallways off of that, and you wait till they call your, your card is a color. So they'll say, like, okay, orange is up. And they usually give you, like, five minutes or so before you can your, your uh, color gets called. And then at that point, you go meet, meet whoever your guy is there. And he's like, all right, you guys ready? We're going to line up pilots, engineers, gunners. He's like, all right, just go down this hallway. And Hondo has a message for you at the end. You walk down a hallway mm. of the Falcon, which looks just like the movie. You walk in. There's a video screen. And Hondo is coming to you, like, just saying, like, hey, you know, we're ready to go. Here's the final preparations. He tells each person, like, the pilot, engineer, gunner, here's what you're going to do. And he's like, all right, we're going to go. A door slides open, and it's the freaking cockpit to the mm. Falcon, man. And it is as awesome as you would want mm. it to be. So we go in. We sit down now. Again, you want to be a pilot, and I'm going to tell you this, too. You want to sit on the right side, Chris, when you go. So not the – Don't be like, the gunner. Like the Chewbacca. But don't the be Chewbacca the engineer. Seat. You want to be the right side pilot. And the mm-hmm. reason I say that, I just lucked out. That's how it happened. We had because six people actually go in, and we had four of us. So me and my son piloted. Uh, my wife and daughter were the gunners, and then it's the engineers in the back. The pilots are the one that control obviously the way it goes. The one on the left does the left and right. The one yeah. on the right does the up and down. But the one on the right also kicks it into hyperspace. Uh, all right. So you're the one that gets to pull the lever, and the minute you pull it, and the whole screen goes white and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta sit in that seat, and you do it all twice. Right. You get to kick it in twice. So make sure you're sitting in the right side pilot seat if you're okay. a big Star Wars fan and you want to do it. So keep it secret. Don't tell anyone right. else in the family. Yep. But no, just I'm make sure you say, oh, no, 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 I want to sit there. Trust yep. me, you want to do it. And then, of course, the ride goes. And we did it a second time, and and I was ended up being one of the gunners. 
And the problem with like the ride is amazing. It's immersive as a pilot. It's awesome because you're so engaged what's happening on the screen. But the other jobs they give you like to shoot the guns, there's no handle or, or like anything that you're holding. It's buttons on the wall. And if you've mm. ever rode Mission Space at um, Epcot, the way that works is they'll say like, okay, pilot, you know, hit, hit the button and this button will flash and you hit it and then it does whatever it needs to do. Well, in the Falcon and Smuggler's Run, you're hitting the button to shoot, but it's on the wall to your right. So mm. you're no longer looking out the screen. So uh, even okay. though the ride's moving all up and down, you're just looking for the buttons to light up. So you're more focused on these buttons to your on right that. or left on the wall and not looking at what's happening. And then the engineer, it's even worse because you're further in the back and you yeah. have these like hooks that you're shooting out to grab things. But again, you're just tapping buttons on the wall. You're not actually doing anything. Okay. So if you got only one shot to go on the ride, make sure you're piloting it. And like, yeah. obviously it's still awesome regardless, but you got to pilot it. Cause then it, when right. you're piloting it, dude, yeah, I mean, you go up, you go down, it's going up and down. I mean, we crashed it both times, of course. I don't, I don't even know if it's possible <laughs> to not crash it. I mean, you right. finish the mission, but when you get out, they, you know, obviously the, the ride brings you to a different area, but you walk out and it looks like the same hallway, but it's all like smashed up on the walls and everything, okay. uh, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, do that, man. Okay. Make sure, make sure you're front right. Um, the other thing we did, of course, was we went to the cantina. Um, yep. The cantina to me is probably where some of the bad actually is. I don't hmm. want to say that it's not cool because it's definitely neat, but I think they really should have used the cantina in my head when I thought of what the cantina was going to be, even though, I mean, obviously I learned about it, but way back when they announced it, I thought we were going to literally have the cantina band. You could sit down, have a meal, and then hmm. maybe randomly, because uh, they have a lot of character like uh, meals you can have there, but rather than have like, Chewbacca come through and all that. Maybe it would be like, hey, a bounty hunter shows up and is looking for somebody. Yeah, they, just, cool. they plant an actor in there and they, you know, they do yeah, a whole sure. little thing. Or then a fight breaks out and then maybe Chewbacca comes in and breaks up the fight and then everybody meets Chewbacca or something, you know, something like that. Instead, yeah. it's a crammed little bar and a drink is like eighteen to twenty bucks. Uh, you can get a Sprite and Powerade mix for like seven or eight dollars. You get forty-five <laughs> minutes, two drink max. And then you got to get out. You're not guaranteed to get a seat. So sometimes you get standing room only. So right. honestly, man, I, I kind of hate to say this, but what we did was we we got our reservation. You get there and you check in and there was still a line of people with reservations because they're waiting for people to walk out so more people can go in. We go in right. and they screwed up and we were supposed to be at a booth. Well, they screwed up and like set another group there. So the woman's like, here, hold on, just wait. We're going to try to find you another spot because they don't want you to get up from your table if, if they do sit you. And uh, there's a DJ in there. He's like a robotic DJ instead of a cantina band. And he's playing, you know, the crazy cantina music. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said to her, I said, well, can I just go take a picture of him? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we messed your table up. She goes, go ahead, you know, take some pictures. She's like, as long as I can see you. So I'm like, okay. Right. So I go over, take a picture of him, take some pictures. And, and again, the bar looks awesome. I mean, it's all things hanging down. They got like fish tanks with just crazy aliens and everything in it. So she gets us a, an area. So we go over and it was standing where we're standing. So we're, we're standing there. About 30 seconds later, the waiter comes over and he's like, hey, you know, you guys want to me to go ahead and take your order? Do you know what you want? And we said, no, no, we're not sure yet. You know, he's like, all right, I'll give you a few minutes. He walks away. My wife looks at me. She goes, we good? I said, yeah, we're good. We just walked right out. <laughs> that was it. I See, I was going to say, like, I, I I don't know if we have, our, like, that's a plan to go there Dude, specifically. With, with the kids? No, but, don't. Yeah, but no, I, I think no. what I might do is just, do they have a bathroom in there? You can't get you can't get in unless you have a reservation or okay. like right now it's reservations only all day right. long. If they have spots, you just put your name and you gotta wait. 
So I was gonna say I would just go in and just say I got to use the bathroom. You can't and yeah, just walk in to walk around and see it and then walk. No, nah, you back can't. In. So that, that's what. Kind of, so that's the one missed opportunity where I'm like, man, you know, they they could do so much more with this cantina. Like it really yeah. could be so much more. Um, but it's still really neat that they did it. But I really think they need to have like a sit down big cantina with like a because a lot of the things do that. They have little shows where the characters come out and you can meet all the characters and they'll do something silly in that. Yeah, Here, it's just it's nothing. Have Greedo just constantly getting shot. Yeah, like do some, like every hour on the hour to the Greedo yeah. scene. You know, or did you ever go to like Margaritaville and like yeah, the big yeah, Margarita yeah. thing comes down in the blender? Yeah. Like, where is that in the cantina? Yeah. yeah, that's true. You know, like it's just kind of weird. I don't know. But, so you didn't you didn't do like the uh, droid making or anything like that? Didn't or do that. Didn't do the the um, saber. I'll tell you, saber. like as as neat as those seem. Number one, you can only bring one person in with you to both. Mm-hmm. So we would have had to really buy two and, you know, for my wife. And then we had both the kids right. and the droids, seeing the droids kind of going around. I don't want to say they're cheesy, but it's like, eh, yeah, nah, I'm not going to do that. And then the lightsaber as neat as that is like, if I'm going to, what are they? $200, I think. Yeah. The 200 Dude, the hilts in that antique store. I'd rather spend $150 getting like Kylo's actual saber or like Darth Maul's actual saber or dooku's like that just right even though those don't light up it's literally just the hilt dude they look so awesome just like set in like nice velvet they give you this awesome box and stuff like i think i'd almost rather spend money on that than just me making well they they, but but the hilts that they use in the lightsaber making thing are not those ones no i think they are but i don't know if you pick like on my basis is going to be dooku's saber with my little thing i don't know i honestly don't really know i yeah, haven't yeah. Even watched videos on it and i'm sure i'm probably completely off base and i'm sure it's amazing yeah. but <clears> well <throat> i know we have plans to do that we have okay. uh we'll see then you'll have some we new have times to do it so to it um the other thing and this isn't a knock at it against it at all because i actually enjoy it because i do like new star wars as well as old star wars galaxy's edge is very much and i think again because it is now canon kind of in the in the star wars world it is Disney's Star Wars. Current, it is yeah. not. There is no, you know, outside of that antique store where they're selling stuff like that. There's the mm. First Order store. You go in and it's all the 709th, not the 501st. It's all the mm. 709th. Also, it's all First Order troopers in that. Kylo's walking around. There's First Order troopers walking around. Everything is. And actually, I said the X-Wing. It's a resistance fighter. It's not. Okay. You know, it's those things. So it's all the new stuff, which they need to do that because that's going to be the new stuff coming out here, you know, in the years to come. And that's what kids nowadays know. But if you're an old Star Wars fan, don't go expecting old Star Wars because it's nostalgia. Not like, right. It's all the right, new. Right. So <clears throat> makes sense. But I don't, I don't care, man. I don't, I don't care if it's Dude, new it's or awesome. old. Just, just being, yeah. It's so awesome, uh, man. And what, right. what's so weird though, too, is, you know, because you turn the corner, then you go to like, Toy Story Land. So yeah, it's just, I know. It's, it's like right so next door, weird, it? man. It's so neat. <laughs> and you could see, actually, I can't wait because, of course, Rise of the Resistance. Is that the is that the ride? I think it's what it's called. Um, that's the, the next ride. It's opening in December. Um, so I'm sure we'll get back sometime in the spring or in the summer next year. But um, you can see where it's going to be. And it's actually yeah. coming from. So if, for those of you who have been to Hollywood Studios, if you come from Toy Story Land area, that's leading to where like the Falcon is. If you're right. coming from where like Muppets 3D was, that's going into where Rise of the Resistance is. And that's the two entrances to it. And, you know, you see all these people saying like, it's vacant, it's empty, nobody's there. And actually somebody put, the picture I put up on Reddit, somebody said, oh, this is just going to be more fodder for people to say nobody's there. Oh, it's dude. just an empty six place. in the morning. Dude, it was six o'clock 
o'clock in the morning in the middle of a tropical storm. Come on, man. Like when we went Doesn't back matter. <laughs> real, real fans would go. Doesn't even matter. When we went back in the afternoon, it was packed. I mean, you know. Sure it is. Yeah. But they nailed it. it it's it's cool. So I definitely Good. like it. My my Good. only knock is I think the cantina could do they could do better could with the cantina. Better. All right. Yep. Well. Uh, well, Chris, we're we're almost thirty minutes into the show already, man. I went on and on about Galaxy's Edge. Got to get you I talking here on the show. My goodness. <laughs> but before we do, before we let you talk, goo, we got to thank our sponsor, and that's Gamer Goo. Our good friends over at Gamer Goo continuing to support the show, guys. Gamer Goo is an antiperspirant for your hands. Lasts up to four hours and helps you stop having those sweaty hands on your controllers. New Call of Duty coming out this week, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I know many of you are playing Destiny right now. You're tackling that raid. Whatever you're playing, Gamer Goose got you covered. Put it on. Like I said, it dries, lasts up to four hours. Not going to have those sweaty hands anymore. If you are interested in some Gamer Goo, go over to GamerGoo.com. You can check it out over there. They got some free trials over there, as well as use our promo code TEL. That's T-E-L as in The Enthusiast Life. You can save yourself 10% off your order today. Chris, we're going to skip... The Gamer Goo Top 4. I'm going to come up with a Halloween one, I think, for next, next week. Next week. All yeah, right. We did the can- Halloween candy a little bit. We're going to skip that uh, this week. But they got some great flavor. Great. I always want to say flavors. Don't eat Gamer I know. Goo. Yeah. Please don't yeah, eat the but... Gamer Goo. Because <laughs> these flavors do sound <laughs> very delightful, very tasty. But don't eat them. So we what got are they? Just cherry scents, blossom. I guess. It's a scent. Yeah. Scents. Okay. Cherry blossom, teak wood, cinnamon, vanilla sugar, peppermint, orange, Awesome sense. I think you can get the original three, the cinnamon, the orange, and the peppermint for free. If you want to try it out, go to GamerGoo.com. If you're interested in purchasing, again, use our code TEL, T-E-L. Save yourself 10% off your order. You can find that down in the show notes. And again, big thanks to GamerGoo for continuing to support the show. Hashtag, yeah, going it. <laughs> yeah, going it. <laughs> All right, Chris. Let's talk about, speaking of Star Wars, and of course, the one thing that everybody has been going bananas over here the last 24 hours, the Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker final trailer is out. Chris, I'm going to let you yep. take it, give your thoughts, because like I said, I've been talking way too much here about Galaxy's Edge. And I, <laughs> I want to, you and I, we've only been texting just a little bit. We haven't really been, because we, we do that. We don't no. like to spill too much here and save it for the show. Right. Um, what are your thoughts? The trailer, man. Uh, hang on, I'm bringing up the trailer. Where so do we, we want to begin? Because we, we definitely got to uh, You know, this. Uh, the thing that stuck out to me immediately was um, environments. Oh, like, yes. it, it seems like there's a lot. We're, we're going to a lot of different places. And I think um, that's the sign of a good Star Wars movie um, going all over the place. Like, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and you feel like you're part of a galaxy. And I loved Last Jedi, um, but it didn't really do that. You were only in a few, you were on the island, you were in space, and at the end they had crate. And that was really it, you know what I mean? Like you didn't go all over the galaxy. So um, here though, you you get a lot of different uh, environments. So that that stuck out to me. They, they do, uh, like in any good Star Wars trailer, they do, you know, they go back and forth between characters, kind of just, and I, and, and you had said something in text message where JJ doesn't spoil, he, you know, he's real careful not to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. So they do, they just, you know, they'll show you the characters you already know, the main players. Uh, um, and then, oh shoot, can you hear me? Yeah, you can hear yeah, me. Yeah, I got you. You good? Yeah. You're good. All right. I thought I broke up. Um, and they constantly go back and forth between that 
they showed Ray and and uh, Kylo like fighting like constantly. I wonder if it, like it seems like the, the, and I I also read right before we went on like AMC, the theater AMC I think spoiled the time uh, for this movie. It's like two and a half, right? Two and a half, a little bit over two and a half. I think like two thirty five, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be like two hours of Ray and Kylo fighting <laughs> <laughs> no. because it seems like they're fight again. They're fighting in different environments. They're yeah. fighting. Out, it seemed you know when when Kylo walks out, he seemed like he went from like to out of the uh, Great Escape Splashwater Kingdom that he comes out of, and like they're fighting on that. They're fighting the the scene that they're fighting on inside, and it's that white room that they're in, and they like smash it, what looks like a Darth Vader helmet or something like that. Is that he? I don't know, but he has the he has his helmet on in that. Yes. Part. So the the scene where they're fighting on the outside and it's all water on, he doesn't have it. So like. How does that happen? I don't know, dude. Like, I, I, did I mean, you think they were fighting together in that trailer when they smashed like that thing? Because that's it what I'm thinking. They're fighting together there. And my first thought, and it doesn't make sense if it's Vader, but in the books or the comic books and in um, Battlefront, there was that emperor like robot. And basically what, what it was was when Palpatine died, he had like this plan enacted where these century robots would go out with like a hologram of his face and deliver his message and basically continue on what he was what he was doing i almost was wondering if maybe that's going to be their representation of that into the movie so we'll maybe see a few of those kind of throughout and then ultimately it'll it'll end with us actually seeing the palpatine is still alive um but that black thing and so that's what i was kind of wondering like were they fighting and then this thing just kind of shows up or maybe yeah maybe they're teaming up again for whatever reason to, to fight yeah i don't i are they going to team I, up again, man? Are they going to? I don't do you think know. Like, I don't want them to. I mean, when we say they team up, like they were like, you know, buddies for. You know, they they really weren't for, quick allies. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they can't do that again. Then they're just beating a dead horse. And speaking of horses, space horses, space horses running awesome. on, a, on a star destroyer. <laughs> Gotta <Amazing>. love it. <clears throat> um, no, I th- I think I think. I don't I don't think they should go down that road. I and I really that's kind of where I want to see where this goes is what's the the end result for Kylo. That to me that's the most interesting yeah. thing for me and what I right. can like Ray it's going to be cool too to see what what with how they kind of wrap up her character but Kylo can, they can't redeem him dude. He no, is I, and, Here here's my thought. Can I give you what, what I'm thinking? And I was texting yeah, with yeah. somebody else earlier today about this. I could see them taking Kylo and doing and maybe using Carrie Fisher to this, whether they had already recorded something or they're doing something digitally with like a force ghost of Carrie Fisher. And there's going to be a moment and Kylo is ultimately going to be the hero, kind of like Vader was, where he was kind of the villain the whole time in the original. I say the original trilogy, not the prequels, but the original. And at the mm-hmm. end, he ultimately kind of sacrifices himself by killing the emperor and then says to Luke, just leave me. And then he dies. I think Kylo's going to have a moment in that final bit there fighting Ray or whatever it is. And he can be the hero and he's going to see a force ghost of Leia. No, of Leia. Leia. Because in Last Jedi, he did not pull that trigger on his mom. He still has a tie. And that's That's one way that they can... It's not necessarily redeeming him all the way of having him suddenly join them halfway through the movie and fighting side by side. It's him sacrificing himself for everyone else. And we can all look back and say, oh, Kylo did it. I could see them doing that. That I would accept. But they can't have him fighting side by side. But I can no, see I could that. see Leia saying something to him like, <clears throat> Ben, you know, my son, Ben, 
you know, I loved you all my life, blah, 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 blah. And then he's just like, you're right. And then he just does it. And that's it. See, but I, I, and I can, I can see that. that but, and that's what I don't want. I don't want to throw back to Jedi. I don't, because everybody, you know, said, you know, how great the force awakened was, it was just, you know, an updated version of a new hope. Um, last Jedi went off on its own little world and I don't want JJ to just do all the things that we know that has happened before in Star Wars, including redeemable characters. I don't want him redeemed. Yeah. I, I, I think I think he, he will live in, in infamy um, if he goes out fighting and like fighting to what he believes in because he he's in charge now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like he is, yeah. He, right. he, like he took the reins at the end of, of Jedi, and he well, just... he he's in charge of the First Order. But when we right. know that Palpatine's coming back, and that's where I was going. That's with this. where it's like Kylo I, is kind of in has the reins, like kind of right exactly. now. But the minute that comes out and we see that Star Destroyer busting out of the ice, that's Kylo, exactly where I was going. Buddy. What you're is nothing. their relationship? Yeah, like do if they anything at all? If they've even had one before. Yeah. So where is this going? And and what what's the statement that Palpatine like when they do the voiceover? Uh, blah 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 blah. About I them like grouping somewhere. together or something like that. You're, you oh, uh, long have I waited. You're coming together is your undoing. Yeah. Well, who is he talking about? It's got to be Kylo and Rey. You would, you would imagine. Think. You would imagine. Um. And and what is their undoing? What does that mean? Undoing to who? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I thought the 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 very end was so poetic. Um, is that the, her face? No. Well, yeah. But but the voiceover was Luke uh, saying saying the Force will be with you, and Leia saying yeah. always. And you can hear, you know, she's obviously in that other world now. So mm-hmm. how does that happen? Like. It's a great trailer because it doesn't give you everything. It, it leaves you asking questions, which a good trailer should do. And not that it needs to amp you up for this movie, but um, it does because now, now you you kind of see like, like I said, you see where this is going to take place. You see uh, the characters involved, but you don't know. I don't know how this is going to end. No. I really don't, and 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 we have difference of opinion. Like you think, and you could be right because you know in the end, are they still playing for the audience? And the the bad guy turns good. I think that's probably the way that they'll go. I would love to see the opposite. I would love to yeah. see them flip the script and say no. He, you know, he left Luke's Jedi temple and he went off on his own and he lived that to his last breath. I would love for that. That would be and awesome. That would be great. <laughs> be freaking great too. Yep. Ah, uh, man, just so much. You know, I I remember that quote from Kevin Smith, and he said that he saw, kind of the setting for the final shots. Yeah. Remember that? And he said like it made it make your brain melt or your well, face melt or something. He you, didn't see it. He didn't want. Oh, he, they that's told him, right. They told, they told him, him if you go in there, you will see it. And he said, "I'm going to be the fan and not see it. I want to see it." Do you think that's because? Do you think they showed that in the trailer? Because the minute I saw the old throne room from the second Death Star and it's like shattered to pieces and they're fighting mm-hmm. within there. I was like, that's got to be... Because what what else would... Like, that's the only... Which even that wouldn't really make my face melt. But just... I mean, when I saw that on the screen, I was like, oh, like, that is it, man. That's like from <laughs> yeah. Jedi. Like, that is 
awesome. Right? That is exactly the place. But you see the throne is all messed up. And then they show, you know, Palpatine's new throne we see uh, in there, which I think our buddy Bill pointed out a little while ago, which, you know, a lot of people um, haven't even, even, or I saw this a lot after the trailer aired, that that is an old Ralph McQuarrie uh concept piece which they've been doing a lot i mean even back to rogue one vader's castle was in that a lot of the new quote-unquote newer ships have been old things that they've done and and locations and shots um they've been going back to a lot of that's the one thing that a lot of people as much as they don't like these movies they don't give credit to that like they've stayed true Mm. to a lot of those things and brought a lot of those older concepts to life throughout all of these movies um, and obviously right. they're going to do it here. I think JJ just wanted to do that. He knew or knows kind of just the the feedback that people got or that they got from the last Jedi. So they need to kind of rein it in a little bit. And um, right. I think there's definitely going to be some fan service in here. Obviously, if this is the end of the saga of this saga, it's got to be right. They got to kind of wrap it all up somehow, make it all make sense. Right. Um, I love the fact you see the ghost from Rebels. We know the Rebels crew, Dude, at least. I'm going to tell you something, man. That scene when the um, Falcon, the Falcon just like lowers in and there is just it takes up the entire screen of just ships. I cannot wait for that scene to happen. <laughs> that, in front that's going to be face. the Thanos Avengers battle, oh, right? That's going to be the, like, the end of Endgame. That this is going to be that in Star Wars. That is be going like, to be because, you know, we, we all know what what's happened and where this is leading. I love a movie where, like the 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 little guy, and right now, like the resistance is the little guy. Yes, twenty people gets yeah gets all of a sudden they get all their bros show up. Mm-hmm. It, there's nothing better in cinema when when they finally get the upper hand and go on the attack, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings style. I was gonna say Return of the King. Gandalf and the ghost. shows up. Like <laughs> nothing is better than those moments in movies, and yeah. for the, for it to happen with ships instead of like people. Yeah. But see, that's what's Dude. cool. It's gonna be ships of like this is gonna be like Lando was in Rebels. He was a he was one of the allies to the Rebels crew, and to see that like in the movie there may be a moment where he calls on the ship and Hera is like on the other line, even though not, they may not show her, but yeah. you may hear Hera say, hey, this is Hera and the ghost crew checking in, Lando. We're here for you. I like, that's awesome. Like, They've been building like, all that. Or, you know, some random comic book crew that, you know, in one of the random yeah. Marvel books or, you know, Poe. Like, I, I was reading the Poe series for a while. You know there's going to be people from that Poe series. They could have all mm-hmm. these people checking in and it's just going to, people's minds are just going to melt. Ah, dude. That will so that will great, be. Man. I can't wait for that, man. Like I, I want to find like a high res version of that of a screenshot of that. Just make it like my oh the desktop drop. wallpaper. Yes, it, it, it's man. just such a, un, it just fills up the entire. There's no, you know, they're in space, but you don't see any black spots because yeah. it's just filled up with with ships. Yep. It's amazing. Dude, the more now, I'm thinking about that, like as great as that. Obviously, the end game moment. I literally cried tears of joy. I've right. Been, confess to that on the air as great as that was like all those people popping through the portals we've seen them all in just the movies right this right, could right. be this is a very this similar be... situation but this is cross media so you could have it's true man. comic it's true. books cartoons books like that <laughs> even that books. is like <laughs> check it out <laughs> books that's like taking it to the next level man oh, now i love it i think the part that shocked me the most was um, maybe the most emotional moment of the trailer was from 3PO. 3PO is going to make us maybe, cry, Maybe, maybe, you know, he's a character that annoys a lot of people. <laughs> not, not the Jar Jar level, but, 
Yeah, I think he might be a, a, a nuisance to some people, but he's been there for all of Everyone. this. Everyone. Anthony Daniels, the actor, too, man, is so yeah. great. I mean, everybody loves him. Uh, he's always a joy. He's he's always smiling, laughing. I mean, you know, here's a poor guy that has to put on a tin suit in the middle of the <laughs> desert for almost every uh, movie that they film. And he's true. always there. And, yeah, like that's – man, did you notice who I sent you that picture? There's a – droid in the oh, background uh, a prequel droid yeah. yeah which is pretty yeah. crazy a That's Roger Roger droid so they're, they're yeah. bringing things back what do you think he's doing there so i've been you know reading up and, and stuff reading articles and and a lot of people are saying like they're they're wiping parts of his memory that little dude that's working on him yeah, yeah, that they yeah. show real quick um and they're wiping his memory back to a certain part i, I in seeing so many like trailers and stuff like that, I think that's maybe too obvious to people. And I think maybe like maybe they're doing something more than that. I don't know. Like, but but why would you kill a droid? There's no real reason, especially if there's he's surrounded by, you know, technically his friends. Yeah, they would have no reason to do it. But I think it's uh, maybe it's me just re- wanting more than than that. But. Maybe this is the end because this is the end. So yeah. maybe they're going to get rid of some of these characters. I mean, maybe... could it be like I, I had said, I wonder if they're uploading him onto the Falcon because who was the robot that they put in the Falcon oh, in Solo? Yeah. Like they could do something like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Anthony Daniels just needs to do voiceovers or they have a, a voice actor that's on that like way. him, you know me. So that character kind of can. And the um, physical form is gone yep. basically. Or they could be putting him into another robot, you know, like, like a K2S, yeah. like an Imperial type droid like that. Yeah. Right. Um, or, I, you know, if people are thinking they're kind of wiping him back to a certain time, it could be, hey, let's not forget, Anakin built him. So right. maybe there's something that Anakin knew. Maybe Anakin used to confide in him and tell him things. And maybe there's something that he needs to remember, but he can't. And if they can right. time lapse him back through his circuits right. and all that, maybe he can remember something. Because do you think they're going to go through the the process of of having all of these classic characters have like a finality have to them, like 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 Chewbacca? You know what I mean? Like, is is the movie just going to end with we don't know where, what if what, Chewbacca you know? dies, dude? Oh, is dude, that going to happen? Gonna is that going to happen? I mean, honestly, I don't. I well, if it happens here, I mean, they could always he'll be in Solo, like at Solo Two, if they do that or whatever, they could still do right. that. But the actor that plays Chewie now, what Giannis or something is his name? The guy is awesome. He's he's cool. Yeah, as hell. he's a cool guy. Like. I would feel bad if they kill Chewie, man. But for him, because the guy yeah, who plays for him, for yeah, like, uh, obviously who cares about for him. everybody, Dude, man. Nobody but cares. Come on. <laughs> but come but on, think man. about that though. Like, is this gonna? Yeah, this is the end of the saga, as they keep saying. Is this the end for all these characters too? And and are they gonna do things like? I think that's a good point that you made. Like uploading like three PO to, you know, the uh, some ship. Maybe if it's the Falcon, it's not yeah. the Falcon, but whatever. So he can live on if they want him to live on. But the physical form, three PO. Gone as we know it. What happens to Chewbacca? What happens to R2? What happens to Lando? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. Do is this if this is the what end? The we Falcon, gotta know. What if the Falcon just blows up? Oh, can you imagine that? <laughs> With Lando and Chewie on board. Yeah. How Done. does it end for all of these people? Oh, I don't know. Did you buy tickets yet? No. Can you start getting them today? Uh, you know, like, yesterday. It was like an hour before they put the trailer. I didn't because oh, the theater we go to, it never is going to sell out like that. Yeah. And I don't know my schedule yet, so I'm waiting. But my plan, here's the plan. My plan is yeah. I'm hoping I don't close that night because if I don't, yeah. I'm going that night probably with my brother-in-law and my dad probably. And then right. probably the next day with the wife and kids. 
and then probably again that weekend. Again. I don't yeah. know. At least twice, like in the like I did. I did that with uh, Force Awakens and Rogue One. I went like back to back. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Because um, I got to see this thing opening night, man. I can't. I just can't yeah. wait on this. I I can't sit on it. I can't. Well, like like the other ones I did, I went Saturday. I think it was. Yeah, yeah Saturday, like ten o'clock in the morning. So yeah. we'll probably do that again. I got to talk to my brother-in-law because he's going to want to go. So we'll mm-hmm. figure it out. But. So many more uh, I don't questions, know. man. So many more and, questions. And, and, you know, if and maybe the last thing to say about it, we've heard the, the Star Wars score yes. umpteen thousand times. I think this is, like, the best it sounded. Like, there's just some, like, uplifting, Well, because it, it builds and then it, go, it goes back to the original track man like nobody that's the thing about the show nobody's talking about john williams this is his last ride this is it he has said i am done this is it this is it for john williams guys he's like 92 years old like the (laughs) fact that he's even here is an incredible uh thing so like that to me is almost sad too like when i i'm definitely going to sit through all of the credits for this movie just here because what my favorite track on every single star wars album is the final song and it's always the, the whatever they play during the credits it's always like seven or eight minutes and it's a yeah. medley of every theme that he created for that movie which that's what i love about star wars i pointed it out to my daughter once when she when we saw force awakens i was like every character has a theme and now when she hears that like she'll say like oh that's leia's theme oh that's ray's theme oh that's right. you know the resistance yeah. theme like whenever you see poe yeah. you hear though and you can just it's iconic and John yep. Williams has a knack for that. And that last track that rolls during the credits starts with the, you know, the classic like, bah, bah, you know, it does that. And then it rolls through every single theme from that movie. Go back That's if cool. you're in, in the mood for some Star Wars music. Listen to those final tracks of every single film. And it's, he's the best. John Williams yep. is the best, man. He, he's going to be good. So much. And if it wasn't for him, I don't think these movies would have ever like you. You always hear that. George Lucas said, I showed this to my friends without the score. And people like laughed at him and were like, this <laughs> is corny. This is cheesy. And the minute he put that score in it, it immediately made it mm-hmm. epic, like just instantly. Mm. And that's it. Legend. Oh, can't wait, Legend. Chris. Cannot wait. So, yeah, we'll have a lot more coming up, which, hey, the Mandalorian is right around the corner. Right, that's coming that's up true. here, November twelfth. We're gonna be diving into that. And you know, one quick thing too, just to go back to one other thing. I'm hoping and I, I hate to keep saying this because I love, I loved Rebels, but I, I could you imagine like the way Rebels ended is you have Ahsoka, you see her, and then Ezra is just gone. Could they possibly? I don't, I don't really think they would do Ezra. Could Ahsoka possibly be on the main screen here? The actress that plays her, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Like she easily could just put on the makeup and the head and the headpiece oh sure yeah no they could do it i think they would do that be, like fans be, would lose their and i hate to say I was, it shit if she <laughs> if she, uh, she was in this movie i think um you know if they did it would be for that reason to kind of like give the fans a little something but um you can't not everybody can, can, knows her right no not everybody knows her but, but can you just put her in it as like just like helping the cause and just showing her during like fighting sequences or does she have a big role like are, Honestly, are people gonna be satisfied if they she's just in like dude could you like imagine could sequence? you imagine if they make it where obviously leia she's general leia she's gone you know i don't mm-hmm. know how they're gonna handle that in this movie i mean we see her and jj said nope she's in the movie like we're good who knows that mm-hmm. could be the first five minutes and then we have a quick funeral i don't know what they're gonna mm-hmm. do what if it's so because because ahsoka at the end of rebels is much older 
and she's she's not the little you know Padawan and all that. Mm-hmm. Could it be General Ahsoka? And they could have her do that role where, and then you see her kind of throughout sending people on mission. She's, she's one of the heads of the resistance. And then at the end she's full on Ahsoka, you know, like there's a moment where they're riding on the horses. Maybe she's one of those people we haven't seen, right, right. but they get into the big fight and then she pulls off her cloak and everything that she has on. And then it's straight up Ahsoka as we know and love. Right. She's swinging the dual lightsabers. Like, Oh man, that would be awesome. It ain't going to happen, but I wish it would. Yeah, well, you never know. Uh, who knows? Never know. All um, right, we'll all right, Chris, we're running along here, dude. We're we're at like over <laughs> fifty minutes here. Let's oh talk about God. the Watchmen. The Watchmen is on HBO, and I'll be honest, like all I I didn't even read anything about this series. Mm-hmm. I like, purposely didn't do that, and I just watched the trailers, the two trailers. I think that initial teaser one, and then the one that came out during Comic Con, and that was it. So I didn't even really know what to expect at all with this right. show. Um, it takes place 30 years after the events of the movie or the, or the graphic novel, uh, The mm-hmm. Watchmen. And I got to tell you, man, like this was the way I think to do the series, like to, to not have it be bogged down by here's the Watchmen. And like, here's, here's, you know, Mr. What's his name? Uh, not Mr. Fantastic, but like the blue Dr. guy. Manhattan. Yeah, Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> here's Dr. Manhattan. You know, like they, they didn't have to do any of that. It was just like, hey, what if all those events happened, what would the state of the world be? Like what, how, how yeah. would that affect society? Right. And that's where we're at. Yeah. Like, like it. it's a continuation of the, the series without needing those main characters yeah. because you can't do those characters justice anymore. No, and then no. and, you know, if you just take that and bring them into a whole new world, then you're pissing a lot of people off yep. because th- this was not something that the original creators intended to do. And you just said, F that, we're going to do it anyway. And they didn't do that. They, they took the Watchmen name. And like you just said, they, they've continued that, that world that was created, but they've modernized it, not only because it takes place in today, in 2019, but it's gonna, you can tell, man, this is going to deal with some social issues. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. And they're not gonna like let up on that, man. Like, this is like and, a war and, against the police, basically, is what it boils down to. And to yeah. the point where, if you are part of the police, you don't even show your face for fear of them coming to the Calvary, is what they're called. They're basically like yeah. white supremacists. Almost, I, I don't want to say white supremacists, but they're just like police no, but, supremacists or whatever you want. Yeah. Well, they are actually no, they are white supremacists because that's kind of how the whole series starts. As you see, kind of this ethnic cleansing happening in this this small town. But right. like, yeah, the, the police aren't somebody that people want to show that they are the police. I mean, they all pull up a mask kind of like up, you know, what's at the bottom of their eyes. Right. Um, and a the yellow Calvary mask. Are the people wearing the Rorschach mask. Which I'm interested in because I, I, I want to know how much they'll go back into how we got here to this point. And and like there's you know, the one scene where a cop pulls over a guy mm-hmm. and he goes and gets his license registration registration in his glove compartment <clears throat> and the cop sees a Rorschach mask in there. Um, and while it's not illegal to have that, it's associated with this. Calvary. Yeah, this, this it's a white supremacist <clears throat> group. How did we get there? Because Rorschach's not a white supremacist like he's for like you know justice and everything like that but like when since since his death how to go from his death to being the face (laughs) of of this this group that's interesting to me Mm -hmm. how did how did that happen um but there's kind of like some cool things about and they kind of turned it on its head and if you what i took out of that whole scene where the cop pulled over the guy in the truck 
Um, the guy in the truck is obviously, like I said, he has a Warshock mask in his glove compartment. So he's a part of this group, but he's listening to like hardcore rap music, which is not something that they listen, typically listen <laughs> yeah. to. And then the guy, the cop who pulls him over is a black cop. Mm-hmm. And when he gets in the car, he's radioing back to headquarters and he's trying to get authorization for them to release his gun his in the taser car. taser gun, yeah. That's, that's like almost basically flipping like what goes on today where they're kind of saying like cops just have free reign of their weapons and they don't even think twice to use them. And in this world, they have to get authorization to use, Mm -hmm. like you said, that was a taser gun, but no, but still, I mean, even, yeah, even on that level. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. Yep. I, well, do you want to do spoilers or no? We can do some spoilers. So, you know, overall we're digging the show. We're going to some spoilers, you know, I, yeah, Go ahead. I was surprised at the end that having a Don Johnson's character, yeah. I thought he was going to be in this whole thing. Me too, man. Crazy. He yeah. ain't. <laughs> Unless they flash, which they could very well flash back. Because who's he actually? Is it Regina Davis? Is that her name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who, yeah. By the way, is yeah. awesome so far on the show. Great. I mean, she, she's just a great actress to begin with. Yeah. Um, but she plays. She's kind of kind of part of the police, but she is almost like a watchman herself. Right. Where she's just a badass kicking some ass. Um, I mean, they send her out on on what seems to be like missions, and she goes out with Don Johnson on one. And that's what I'm almost wondering if they're going to play back, and you'll see their history kind of flashing Could back be, yeah. um, right. multiple times. But there's even weird things, and in, in they acknowledged it, but there's, there's a moment in the very beginning where she's driving down the road with her kid, and you hear this big, big siren go off, and they pull over to the side of the road, and little squids fall from the ceiling, or from from ceiling, from the sky. From the sky, it's yeah. It's raining squids, and you're like, what? But, but it's normal they, to them. But then they say something later on about like when the teleport storms or some some the way they say it, it's like, oh, okay, that's how they're explaining it because they basically say like, hey, this this thing happens where these these teleports teleporters open and things come through them, and they're just this happened to be squid <laughs> this time, yeah. And they just, but uh, and she normal. just gets out and uses the squeegee thing to get them off, and they go on with their day. It's bizarre. <laughs> but the in, in the very beginning of the movie, it takes place in like 1920s or something like that. And like mm-hmm. you said, like there's this big ethnic cleansing thing. I didn't realize the guy at the very the guy in the, the wheelchair old man is, is that, that kid is that kid? Yeah. Didn't even put that together. I did, later I did, because I was like, he's got to come back. And then I'm like, ah. You, yeah, I'm like, so showing the whole time. I'm like, why did, you know, where are those people? But they don't just come out and tell you, like, these are those people. Like, you got to kind of put it together a little bit. But um, it's cool. Crazy. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be a, a real, and that's the Watchmen. Like, Watchmen is a pretty deep uh, graphic novel. I, I loved the movie. I, I know it didn't get received well, but this is playing more off the, the comic than the movie. Because the movie changed some things around. Mm-hmm. Um, this is playing more off of the comic. Well, but. the comic was written, you know, obviously by Alan Moore, but in the height of the Cold War. So it, it basically, like, yeah. the way that book is written is it's like, hey, the end of the world is coming. We don't know when. And they keep changing the Doomsday Clock, which is Doomsday Clock even still being written right now by DC? Like, have they ever finished that yeah, series? There's, Complete there's side note. Left. Um, yeah. But that, that's what a lot of that was. And so this series, and, and it was very present, you know, in the politics and that of its time. So now mm-hmm. this show, they're kind of doing the same thing with like police brutality and like people's views against the police. That's what this series is kind of tackling that along yeah, with man. the race issue and all of that. So it's like yeah. still within the themes of the Watchmen and then also playing off what what would happen if suddenly there was a Dr. Manhattan and that per, that 
character or whatever existed in the real world, how would mm. the world react to that? And, and how would that change society? And we get to see that like that is really awesome. Like we, you know, think yeah. about that. Like I remember always talking about that with the Marvel movies and obviously civil war kind of addressed that a little bit, the movie. Um, but when it was like, you know, Hey, they, they just smash all these buildings and nobody ever thinks about the guy that was sitting at his desk in that building. Yeah. Right. Or even, right. even Batman right. versus Superman. That's, that was kind of the plot of that. Why Batman hated Superman. It was Bruce Wayne saw the fight with Superman and, and uh, what's his face. And it destroyed one of, the Wayne Towers and murdered all of the, his employees. Of course, he yeah. hates Superman like that. <laughs> such a great thing, and that's kind of what this is. It's like, hey, what would happen if mm-hmm. you know something like that existed, and how would people respond to it? Um, that's great. I think it's see. a great idea to, to put a series in. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yep. And this is a uh, what's his name, like Damon Lindelof or something like that, who was uh, the producer of Lost, which yeah. is one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's in good hands so i'm uh i'm interested to see where it goes yep. i think it's off to a really good start uh one more story here chris i want to get to we'll kind of yep. throw everything else off to the side is this yep. marvel podcast plan so uh right. what was it probably about a year and a half ago marvel teamed up with which site or which stitcher stitcher it was and for subscribers to stitcher every week you got Wolverine, The Long Night, and it was, was it 10 episodes, eight episodes? I think it was 10. It was like a 30 to 40 minute scripted podcast episode. Kind of, I don't want to say it was in the vein of serial because it wasn't, but it just was almost like listening to an audiobook. But there was an investigation right. happening up in Alaska. And there were a bunch of murders. Great. They actually did a second season. I didn't listen to it. You can actually listen now to The Long Night for free because uh, they waited, what, like six months, I think, and then they dumped it out into all the other podcast platforms. So definitely I recommend that if you haven't heard that. But Marvel now is teaming up with Sirius XM and Pandora, and they're doing now four podcasts based on four heroes. So we're going to have Wolverine, Hawkeye, Black Widow, and Star-Lord, and then... They're going to have a fifth podcast that pulls all of them together fighting one mm. common enemy. So like Chris had mentioned off the air, it's kind of like doing the Netflix thing where we're going to have like, like the Defenders type the of defenders. thing. Like, exactly. But yeah. it's Wolverine, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Star-Lord. Um, and I'm looking forward to it, man. So they're coming out next year. Each one's going to be 10 episodes each. So there's 40 episodes plus then the 10 then, of them together, which will be 50, I guess. Um, and then Marvel. And then is, they're coming out with other shows, yeah, right? Like and then they're also like going to yep get some uh, things going through many Marvel franchises, the history of Marvel with celebrities um, being a part of that. So I think that's a smart cool. way to go, like because uh, obviously the movies do exceptionally well. Um, there's not too much, like other than Agents of Shield, I think they've struggled a little bit to catch like the television market. You know, there's like Legion is pretty good, um, but Inhumans kind of crashed and burn wasn't really all their mm-hmm. fault. But um, Disney Plus is going to change a lot of that, though. I think, man, because that's yeah. going to be MC, but so, that's MCU, though. Technically. Right, but I, I think like I think like this is this is where to reach their people, like through this this type of media, this like podcasts and mm-hmm. and uh, you know scripted shows are just. Like the next evolution, I think of you're basically taking the comic book and and put it in audio format, yeah. which is yep. awesome. Which is awesome. So, I'm really. I mean, I listen to way too many podcasts than I can keep up with. So, I'm really looking forward to this because I think this is cool. I think this is a, a new way to mm-hmm. get like these uh, stories out there. I think it's awesome. Yep. I mean, I actually currently listen to This Week at Marvel, not every week, 
but it just depends on what they're talking about. But I enjoy it hearing them just talk kind of banter, you know, coming from Marvel. They're always interviewing the writers or the artists. Um, mm-hmm. So I would assume that's what some of those other shows are going to be. But then them bringing in celebrities will be kind of cool, I think, to have, you know, celebrities who are fans just like us coming in, talking to some of the creators and their favorite books. And right. um, I think th- I think it's going to be pretty successful for Marvel. I, I think, think. So. Um, you know, the fact that it's on Pandora and Sirius XM, I don't know what that's going to do for um, people not being subscribed. I mean, obviously, Pandora, you can go in and listen to things the way Sirius XM works. I know. Um, you can listen to podcasts through their app, but I don't know if you need to be a SiriusXM subscriber. Is any is there anything about that in I here? I think you do. Yeah, so I think you may have. Well, to be, you right? you can you can now sign up just to do like streaming through their app. Mm-hmm. Like that's a subscription. You don't have to get it through your your car stereo. So maybe that's going to be something on there because some of the channels that are on there are not. You can't get them through your car. Yeah. So maybe they'll create a new channel just for the app or something like that. I don't know how they're going to do it, but. It's cool that it's going to be on that platform. Yep. I like it. So, I like all it. right. So, cool. I can't wait. You know, I, I think if Marvel needs uh, two people to talk about some Marvel stuff, I think. Uh, I, know, I know two guys. I yeah, know two guys. I know two. Yeah. Those, those guys yeah. used to do that Doctor Who show. <laughs> so they, uh, they're not doing that show anymore. So they got some time to talk about Marvel. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, all right. So obviously guys too, not much video game stuff this week too. I know, you know, a lot of times we start the show with video games, but we had a lot going on obviously with galaxy's edge, star Wars, uh, trailer and next week, modern warfare actually come. Well, I say next week, this week, modern warfare comes out Friday. Um, I'm already pre-ordered my son and I are ready to jam it. We're going to rock that this weekend. Definitely. And then the other game that's coming out this weekend that like, it's killing me because I want to jump into it, but I'm going to be playing some probably more modern warfare than that for now and that's the outer worlds and the outer worlds is a game from obsidian chris where that's the team that did fallout new vegas oh I like. and then they also did star wars the knights of the old republic 2 so they basically made the sequel games of of like two big franchises like fallout 3 and then knights of the republic they made the sequels to both of those games so it wasn't really their games well what they did was they kind of said hey we're gonna make our own game in kind of that same vein so they're going to space on the star wars and then the gameplay is like Fallout, Fallout okay. 3. So it's, and the game looks awesome. It, it is an Xbox Game Pass game. So if you have Xbox Game Pass, it is free. Um, but, you know, I, for all accounts, it's like a 30-hour campaign. So right now, like I said, I'm kind of ready to jump into some Call of Duty. So I'll be probably playing that. But um, we'll be talking about that game uh, at some cool. point here in the coming weeks for sure. So cool. uh, what else? What do you got going on this week, man? Anything? Uh, no. This is a... Uh... You know, my my days are spent pretty much picking up leaves. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I went to. Yeah, 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 Chris moved into a new house, and we went for I think for the first time at our last visit. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, dude, you got some leaves. I got yeah. We're Yikes. taking some trees down next year. So, Yikes. well, I, I I have a new method. Um, I I'm trying to keep up with just mowing over them <laughs> this year. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do that last year. So, but what sucks is we get a lot of rain up here this oh, time of the, the year. So if I get a weekend where it's just nothing but rain, like it's gonna back me up a week, and Ugh. which is it's just all over, just because we have so many trees. It's just nuts. can you just put down like cover your yard in tarps, and then just and just drag them out, drag them out. <laughs> well, the, I know we, you can't. Do we that, have but... to bag them. We like I wish. All right. That we could just dump them on the side of the road, but we can't do that here. So. Throw them in the road. No, yeah. Those are my leaves. I don't know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I feel like like Mike Dicka and uh, kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah. I, I just got to get those leaves over to his yard, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I was looking at what's coming up, dude. We got uh, actually they showed it during uh, the Watchmen is uh, what, his Dark Materials is soon. It's like yeah. November what sixth or something like that. Yeah, I know you didn't watch it, but Jack Ryan is like November first. Oh yeah, you like that show? That's right? Okay, a great show. It's gonna be on Amazon Prime. Um, All right. Obviously, Disney Plus coming yep. out. Yeah. Um, what was there was one other show that I saw that was starting up soon. Oh, what the hell was it? I don't know. I, I can't know, think I of it. But it was something else coming out, but there's a lot of good stuff. Coming I know, out man. It's man. crazy. There's right so now. many things, it's man. Crazy. I so, know. Uh, Let me get a. You want me to do a, a podcast for you? Oh yeah, that's right. Podcast. What do you got? I want to. I want to bookend the show. Uh, we started with you know Halloween scary stuff, and we'll end it with some scary stuff. It's a popular podcast, so and the only reason I'm throwing it out is because it's the time of the year. I'm sure most gorgeous. of you have heard of it. If you haven't, jump in. It's called Lore. Uh, one of you know when I really started getting huge into podcasts, one of the first recommendations I ever got was Lore, and it's th- these crazy stories that this uh, the host Aaron Mankey uh, kind of tells, and like the history of of specific things like throughout time, like. I think the first episode is about like the history of like werewolves and how mm. werewolves started. Like there's an actual story behind that. And then there's one about vampires. He does about serial killers and hauntings and everything. And he does it. He presents it. It's very succinct. And I think the episodes In are a very weird way. He's Aaron Mankey and he talks he, kind of like this. He but stops it's and a goes really good show in the way that he <laughs> does it all. It's, it's really good. It is good though, man. It, like, oh, it's he, great. The stories are great. And I and told he, you, man. I my plan when we went to Disney, I ended up listening to like three or four lore episodes because like it's always yeah. like my go-to. I'm just like, yeah, just pick a random episode and let's go. And it, yeah, the short bo- comes out thirty every, minutes every other week, like yeah. like clockwork, and they're just nice, fun, entertaining stories to get through. And he's one of the guys that's he's hit a home run with his with his show, man. Like yeah. he had the Amazon. It's two uh, seasons now on Amazon. Which, which I think it was canceled after two seasons, but hey, still but they, he got it. Good for him. Two, and and it, the, it it's uh, like reenactments of his story. So he's kind of like he'll narrate a little bit, and then the actors will, you know, play out the story. And there's some big name actors in some of these mm-hmm. uh, uh, episodes. He's got books that he's had come out with it. Obviously, it's branched off into a couple more uh, podcasts. We uh. He's he's good, man. It's one it's of one of the ones. It's one of the earlier podcast episodes, and it was in the first season on on the Amazon show about Robert mm-hmm. the Doll. It's a oh doll. yeah, we my Dude, wife and I went know? and saw that in Key West. We uh, went on see? a ghost tour, and you ended up going to the. It's like a old military base, and Robert the Doll is in there. It's dude. There, it's there. I saw I told, my, my mother eyes. goes. My mother goes to Key West every year, and I after I listened to the episode, I told her I'm like, go see Robert the Doll. Uh, and she didn't go because like you had to pay. I thought it was like a free museum to get into, but you have to pay oh, to so go yeah, in. It was part him. of our ghost tour. We went, our ghost okay. tour went to the, it's an old military base. I mean, the ghost yeah. tour started at like 10, dude. We were there at yeah. like 1130 at night. They have no lights on. It was like yeah. guys with like torches. We walk oh, in, dude, God. it was freaking freaky. <laughs> yeah. and we, when you go into where Robert the doll is, like they do turn the lights on a little bit in there and he's in like glass. Yeah, and if you want to take a picture of him, you have to ask. You have to Robert, ask. Him. Can I take yeah. your picture? And if you don't ask, it says people that haven't asked had bad luck, and they get like um, they had all these letters where people would like write a letter back apologizing <laughs> to Robert, saying sorry I took your I picture. I didn't ask. I'm sorry. Did you, I didn't did ask. you take? With did you ask? Picture. My wife did with her phone. She did. Yeah, I, I ain't taking that thing's picture. Heck no. No. I'll let oh, her dude, do I it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't taking his picture. Yeah, man. 
Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a good show. So The only thing I don't like about Lord, I mean, I guess it's part of the appeal of it, too, is that, like, like I said, I just listened to a random episode. You never know what the episodes are about. The titles no. don't. The titles really are so obscure. Are so obscure, and even yeah. the description. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what is this? But that's what's kind of cool. Is you're like, what is he talking about? And then you right. put it on, and then it goes in a complete opposite direction of what you were expecting. But it's always just a weird, creepy. It's really folklore, is what it is. But it's like folklore, right. kind of on the twisted side. Right. And it's kind of what right. he's always diving into. And apparently, they're all true stories. So. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Cool stuff, man. Listen to what, it. What was the little creepy thing that came out of the woods? What did it say? <laughs> oh, the, what are those things called? Iachu. Iachu. I want you. Was that he thought it was saying? I like, want you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you. <laughs> what are those things called? Though? I don't know, man. But I was terrified when I was listening to that thing. Um, all right. Go listen to Lore Guides. Good episode yeah. or good podcast if you haven't listened to it. Uh, but let's wrap it up there, everyone. Again, email us, theenthuselife at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys, so please send them in. We love reading them on the air. And uh, let us know your thoughts on Star Wars, um, the Rise of the Resistance trailer. I'd love to know your thoughts, kind of even the direction for Star Wars um, and kind of where Disney is taking it here. I mean, Mandalorian actually early reports are people saw the first 27 minutes of it, um, some reviewers, and they say they were completely blown away from what they saw. And I even saw someone saying, like, whoever you think Nick Nolte's character is, it's going to shock you at who he is. He is not who you think he is in the series, which I think is kind of neat. So I'm kind of interested in that's kind of had me a little bit intrigued. Um, but yeah, people saying they're blown away by it. Um, so that's exciting. So let us know your thoughts on Star Wars. And even if you saw uh, The Watchmen, I'd love to know your thoughts too on kind of the direction that series is going. Uh, and don't forget, you can follow me personally on Twitter at Mark Turk. That's M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. You can follow SB Nation's own Chris Maselli over on Twitter as well <laughs> yeah. at... On Twitter, C. Yeah. Maselli. M-A-C-E-L-L-Y. There you go. You're a Colorado Avalanche fan. Go That's read it. Right. Chris doing all the breakdowns. That's um, right. And other than that, everyone, Chris, you got anything else here at the end? No, I'm trying to find that thing oh, about the... Yeah, I found the episode, but I can't remember what they're called. Just weird. Uh, weird little like, yeah. goblins that live in the trees. So, yeah, it's woods. crazy stuff, so... But whatever. But uh, with that, everybody, thank you again, as always, for making us part of your week. However, you're tuning in with us through Podbean, through iTunes, or your podcast service of choice. Thank you so much. And with that, we'll catch you next week. Jason! Whaling Bones!